Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining me and there is something I wanted to share with you today that has been helping me a lot. Hopefully it will be the same for you. And it is also something that we are all possibly familiar with is the Kubler-Ross curve. It explains the seven stages of grief and I feel it's something that is applicable to the situation that we're in right now. It also really helps me find grounding. What I mean by this is that when I have certain emotions or feelings, I'm able to identify them and see them as feelings, note that that's what's going on, I understand why it's happening, and I'm able to have more control of my mind because ultimately, I control my mind, I am the master of it, it doesn't own me, I own it. So I will go through them today with you and hopefully this will not only just help you identify what is happening and have a broader perspective uh, of the what you're going to be experiencing in the long term, but it will really help you be more empathetic and understand others. So empathetic with yourself, but identify why people are saying what they're saying and where they're at in this process. The process isn't linear. Um, you will bounce back from one stage to another and I will explain that in a little bit later on in the video. So the very first thing that you will experience will be shock. Again, you can come back to shock a lot of times as news develops, but shock will be the very first one. The initial shock phase doesn't really last that long, but you might see like a loss of productivity, you can't really focus, you can't actually get things done. You will see that your performance, especially at work, starts to dip, where usually you might be really decisive and a go-getter, all of a sudden that becomes a bit of a challenge. So again, just be empathetic with yourself and understand that that is what is happening. It is a feeling and it's perfectly normal. You may find yourself lost for words, you're not being yourself, and you're still trying to process exactly what is going on. The next stage that you will go through is denial. So um, not thinking that this is real, it's a hoax, it's not going to happen to me. I'm sure you're familiar with not only maybe hearing yourself saying these things, but hearing others saying them. You will start telling yourself to just carry on as normal. This isn't going to affect me and it's something that happens very far away. It's not gonna happen in my country or to me. Other things like it's only going to affect the elderly, even if I get it, I'm gonna be fine. So again, um, there may be data, there may be not, but you will start trying to skew that data in order to fit your narrative so you can carry on as normal and deny to yourself that this really isn't happening and it certainly isn't going to happen to you. The next stage that you will experience is anger. It helps you continue, in a way, the feelings of shock and denial. Particularly, you will be drawn to finding a scapegoat, somebody who you can blame everything on so that you don't also have to feel the feelings of fear. A lot of the time that might be the government institutions, it will also probably be somebody you live with, maybe your housemates, your friend, somebody who isn't taking it that seriously and therefore you get angry at them, or the other way around, somebody who is taking it too seriously and is annoying you and that way you don't have to actually interiorize what's happening because you are still in denial of what is going on. So you will start scapegoating that person. You will blame that person for your stress levels because that is just human nature. 
Now, by all means, there are a lot of reasons to be angry and we should speak up whenever um, institutions are being inept and are not handling things properly because at the end of the day, there are a lot of lives on the line. However, what I'm trying to help you with and what has helped me is identifying the feeling, understanding, I feel angry right now. Why do I feel angry? Probably because I'm still in denial and I'm still shocked. Yes, I have this feeling, however, I'm not going to let it take over my thoughts because if it takes over my thoughts, then I can't actually do anything about it. Some of the examples of anger that we're seeing go from one extreme to the other. So we are talking about from racist attacks, attacks on people who are wearing masks because you're angry and in denial, feeling angry about people panic buying. Yes, I'm not saying people should or shouldn't panic buy. I'm just mentioning that you will start feeling, for some reason, really angry at those people. Um, also angrier, well, why hasn't anybody done anything about this? Why didn't anybody stop it happening when it started in China? Again, just identify that you're angry and understand why, so that you can control it and it doesn't control you. The next stage that you will come to eventually, and it really is the lowest point of the curve, is depression. Suddenly you start to accept that this really is what's going on. Change is going to happen and is happening and you will start feeling feelings of anxiety. Now be kind to yourself here. It is absolutely normal to start feeling really low, have periods where you truly just cannot act whatsoever, even starting to question to yourself, what is the point of all this? Maybe losing sleep, as I say, anxiety attacks, panic attacks, shortness of breath, um, wondering what is the point of anything. It truly does depend on your coping mechanism and how you deal with things. We're all completely different in this sense. But if you do have that profound sense of sadness, just understand that it is the lowest point in the curve, but it's the curve, right? So it is going to go back up. And regardless of how long it does take you to go back up or not, again, identify it, note that that is the feeling, but that doesn't invade the rest of your thoughts. So from the feelings of depression, we will move on to bargaining, bargaining for a compromise, trying to find a way to... Um... So from the feelings of anger, we... So from the feelings of depression, we will move to bargaining, trying to find a compromise. So most people are gonna get it. Can we not just carry on going as normal? Can we not just go back to work? Can we just restart the economy? And yet, yeah, maybe some people are going to die. So we will just have to take that as a hit. Things like, we should just carry on. A lot of people are gonna get it. What can we do about it? This virus isn't going to stop me from living a normal life. Nobody can tell me what to do. Um, let's stop the lockdowns. Um, so. This again, while it may seem rational in your mind at the time, it is a form of bargaining. You're trying to find a compromise so that you can go back to the past, so that you can go back to the way that you lived your life, rather than being pragmatic and accept what is going on and the measures that you need to take. You have to change your life. That isn't comfortable, change is never comfortable, and bargaining is just a part of what happens when there is change, particularly as fast as this one, and when there is a lot of uncertainty, it just makes it explode. So again, whenever you hear other people say this, or you maybe even hear yourself say it, understand that they or yourself are in that part of the curve. 
So the next stage, we're going to start going up the curve now, back to optimism, enthusiasm, or at least a little bit of peace, uh, calming down the anxiety, calming down the panic, and the anger itself. And that is acceptance. In this stage, you will start to say that, okay, it's going to be all right. This is temporary. There's going to be an end to it. Also, I must just accept that this is what's going on and how am I going to move forward? How is my family going to move forward? This stage will come with a lot of um, relief in a sense because you will start to feel more proactive. You can actually get things done. You can um, start trying to find solutions. Your mind will be much clearer because you've cleared it now from the clutter of shock, of denial, of anger. So. Again, as I mentioned earlier, this is not linear. You may reach the stage of acceptance and then another news breaks and you go back to shock or you might um, see something that's developing and it stirs up again the anger. But just know that you can reach that level of acceptance again and you will get there. A great example for this stage of acceptance is a letter that we read out just a few days ago. So check out the video just here so you can see what it feels like and what it looks like when you reach that stage. It was a letter written by a teacher in China after the seven week lockdown. So be sure to check it out. And you will get there because the final stage and I feel like a lot of us will reach this stage once this starts calming down and it starts to be over is the post-traumatic growth. Yes, we will all have been through a trauma, but we will see growth within our societies and growth within ourselves. In this stage, usually you're able to evaluate your life. You look back at what is important to you, what you've learned, and it may propel you into a huge golden age for your own future and also for the future of your community and uh, your country and those around you. A lot of people change their lives completely and we will be making a video soon so that you can see some examples of people that did so you can get a little bit of hope and inspiration and know that there is a way out, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Something that really helps us all, it certainly helps me as social beings, is seeing that we are not the only ones experiencing what is happening. Um, whether you are a bit hesitant about writing comments or not, I know a lot of people on YouTube mentioned just write comments because it helps the video, but I feel that in this situation, writing comments helps other people see that they are not alone. So if you don't mind, please write in the comments below at what stage you're at in um, your seven stages of grief in this curve. Um, maybe even mention whether your process is linear or whether you actually just jump back from one to the other. Whatever you feel is gonna help somebody else when reading it and whatever you feel is gonna help you because a lot of the times writing it down, um, putting it out there and not just storing it in actually helps your own mental health and your own mental strength. So let us know in the comments below. Thank you ever so much for watching. Do know that if you find right now that your work is being affected by this, that your personal life is being affected by this, on top of adjusting to working from home, if you have truly the privilege of doing that, um, just be aware of why it's happening. And just to remember, note the feeling. Note in your head, okay, this is what I'm feeling, and then don't let it take over your thoughts. It doesn't need to. You own your mind. Your mind doesn't own you. 
Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. Thank you.